I mean, I tell everybody every day, they're like, oh, this winter thing, maybe I should move to California. I'm like, yeah, dumbass. Why do you think I did it? Yeah. Or oh, don't or move down. here. Or don't. <laughs> don't move. Stop telling people that. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Silver Lake icon Tony Soto. Joining me is Maxwell Esposito. Maxwell, the educating millennial Esposito in the house. If we're so gonna wordy, begin, it's I'm, so wordy though, Maxwell. Yeah, so Silver wordy. Lake icon is you know such a small thing to swallow. <laughs> and then we have Diana Deluna. Oh, hello, representing all the loosely hetero married people. <laughs> yes, loosely also, married. we need to be heard. Also very wordy. Uh, <laughs> also very wordy. Uh, wait a minute, I want to start off real quick because I have a bone to pick with Diana. Um, oh, no. Only because you are a new resident of Pasadena and Pasadena has some explaining to do. Because, oh, okay. you know, we're going, uh, they're shutting down restaurants again for just takeout and delivery. And Pasadena is refusing to do that. Well, okay. I, um, I need to read my County. little- I didn't know y'all were Orange County over there in Pasadena. Well, <sighs> Here's the thing. I feel like everybody wears masks in Pasadena, like legit wears masks, like jogs with masks, walks their dogs with masks, walks down the street with masks. So thumbs up there. You know where they don't uh, wear masks? But, you know where they don't wear masks? Fucking restaurants. All right. That's where they don't wear masks. Fair enough. But I live right near like a major uh, boulevard of restaurants. And a lot of them have signs on their window that say they're closed. Yeah. So... Maybe maybe they're just taking it into their own hands. I mean, I don't know. I so actually you, you broke some news for me right oh. here on the Tony Soto show. I didn't know that, but I did notice the signs. But it's just so crazy to me that like uh, that 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 there are like there are police that are like you know we're not gonna uphold the law. Like it's oh, just I so know. crazy right now how people are like you know no we're not gonna do it. So I'm thinking about oh what are all the things that I like to do illegally that uh, that I'm I don't give a shit about anymore. You know, um, police and- have been ruining black families Thanksgivings for years and they don't want to ruin <laughs> people's Thanksgiving this year. Excuse me, I there have that, some Hi Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you, babe? I'm doing so well. I've been feeling very nostalgic lately. Um, This week was the 10-year anniversary of Nicki Minaj's album, Pink Friday. And I, like, listened to it, and it really took me back. 10 years ago, I was living in my first studio by myself. I had just moved to Chicago. Like, I was a sophomore in college. So, like, I was, I've just been thinking, reflecting on like where little Maxwell was in his studio in his shower, singing every word to Roman's revenge. Can we just now, can we just take a moment and try to remember like our very first on our own living situation? Like, like that was such a momentous moment, you know, Mm -hmm. a moment, if you will. The moment, if you will. 
Oh, um, I had the best studio in Andersonville with like a balcony to myself oh. and uh, to go cause trouble and then go to your own home uh, for the first time. Oh, I, mean, I, I lived wonderful. across the street from the Wiener Circle and I lived on like a little street. So it was like easier for me to tell my cab drivers because before Uber and Lyft um, to tell my cab drivers to take me to the Wiener Circle than it was to take me home. Oh, and, and then you I, would just like, walk. Oh yeah, but I'd also get food and those girls became my friends. Like they would give me their EBT card and I would go to the 7-Eleven across the street and get them snacks and we would smoke weed in the back and then they would send me home with french fries. And listen, we stand in an EBT. All right, I stand in EBT. Oh, speaking of 10 years ago, 10 years ago, I was 25 years old in New York City, definitely buying bodega sandwiches with an EBT card. With an EBT, bitch. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Trying to talk them into counting shampoo. I love an EBT. I say that everyone should be on the EBT right now. Uh, because yeah. are fucking expensive. And it is like, you never know. It's like, you have to eat. You know what I mean? You have mm-hmm. to eat. I mean, um, and they were Wouldn't always- that be like the easiest way to put money into people's hands is to just use a system that we already use every- anyway, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that would make sense, Diana, but our government doesn't like to do that, so- <laughs> Let's write to ABC. That's the only place that makes sense. Daddy, <laughs> Dabby, Daddy Dave, please help us. Biden is help appointing- Help us write legislation. Biden is appointing so many women and it's like, oh wait, well, like, do they really need to? Because here we go. Here's Diana setting back the movement, you know? <laughs> did you watch that sexy press conference today I though? Sure where did. they released all those cabinet members and- oh, I sure did. I wow. mean, here, just a room full of grownups. And not to get polit- just a room full of boring grownups, which is- exactly Yeah, I'm about it though. Give me. And, boring and I'm, not, I'm not trying to get political on this show, mm-hmm. but what I do need to say right now is the importance of Georgia's Senate runoff and us getting the Senate. Because here's the thing, it's a beautiful cabinet. Will he get it? That's the that's the question. Like how much will uh, McConnell fight? And that's the problem. Like we can't have McConnell in power uh, because who knows, maybe he'll fight every single cabinet member that he uh, has nominated. I don't know. Well, who knows? Also, this theory of like, oh, the elections are rigged might just make that group of people not show up to vote. What's so funny is they were like, oh, the, the I read something about a Republican senator or something saying that we're going to, the, the libs are going to steal this Georgia election. I was like, what? Wouldn't we have just done it already? Like, what? I, I don't understand. I just don't get this whole rigged bullshit because here's the thing if we got this rigged bullshit, Lindsey Graham would not have a job right now. He would be out of fucking work. But uh, also, yeah. like, wasn't, didn't Russia tamper with it in 2016? Like, wouldn't you say that was more rigged than the situation we're in right now? <laughs> I mean, when when his own uh, 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 national security guy is like, it was the safest election we've ever had. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. what, what do we do? Um, hi, Diana. Hi. How are you, Queen? Uh, I am, I am good. I'm getting ready to cook a, a Thanksgiving dinner for three. Oh. And you know what I bought? Everything I like. Because who the gives a shit? I have stovetop stuffing. Oh, uh. too. I bought stovetop. <laughs> I know, and I'm just gonna jazz you it know up. It's not and good. I... Any other stuffing? Any other? Stuffing no, any other stuffing. Good, but you know what's good? Stovetop. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I jazz mine up with some apples, some celery, some onion. Go yeah, off. It... Go off. Yes. Wait, do you usually find yourself making things that you don't like? 
you know, when, okay. I get marriage is compromise and all, but. (laughs) Well, I feel like when you have a lot of people over, you have to do, like, I didn't grow up eating green bean casserole. You didn't? But people eat that. (laughs) No. I never had that. Nobody in my family ever made it. I didn't have it till I was like an adult. My mom always made broccoli casserole, like broccoli cheese, and like for every holiday, Uh, the same casserole. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, I didn't want to make that shit. My white husband is making that shit. Um, I got Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuits. (gasps) Oh my gosh. It's so good. That's so funny. But that's not for Thanksgiving. That's just for me when I have a fat day. (laughs) Somebody asked me to make them weed with like my weed butter I've been making, those cheddar biscuits. I wonder how that would turn out though. Dangerous. I'm interested. I'm earthy. My my interest is (laughs) peaked. I don't know. I would love for you to experiment with that. And I would like to try one. Okay. Um, I'm, you know, I'm getting ready because I like to pre-make everything the day. But so if you're listening to this now, listeners, it is the day before Thanksgiving. um, And I like to pre-make everything that needs to be um, Mm pre-made today, you know? So like, but my problem is I'm about to devil a whole bunch of eggs and I just hope those fuckers make it to thanksgiving because the moment i deviled an egg the moment it's like it's like giving a crackhead uh, a pipe i'm just like well why don't you just hard boil and devil early in the morning oh i don't want to do any because it because oh cause, you don't want to do anything is, is you like need that. the yolk to chill and settle in the egg like you want a you want a through and through chilled bite with the egg in my opinion but you don't think from morning to dinner not nah, because i'm focused on pre-dinner nah because i'm focused because like what i'm okay. focusing on is the turkey mashed potatoes and smoking a lot of weed that's what i'm focusing on uh, on after yeah and, and, and I'm, not drinking too fast and i'm making well i'm alone so <laughs> <laughs> i'm not drinking but because what i'm you're making yourself a full meal well, what, did what you I'm buy like a little breast is no bitch i bought a nine pound turkey <laughs> are you kidding me um i love it but because i don't know how to cook for one but i'd be damned if i'm not going to eat the most delicious foods that i only let myself eat once a year so what i'm doing is go. um if, if you have a car and you are an orphan i'll make you a plate like come and so so i have like I have like six or seven friends who are going to be coming by and getting some to-go plates. Uh, and I'm going to Yay. set it off. Because, yeah, I mean. That's awesome. Well, I love that. I mean, I still want the food, you know? And, and honestly, <laughs> this is the first Thanksgiving that I'm actually going to have leftovers because um, I'm usually in Portland uh, with my best friend, Luke, and his boyfriend, Chris. Um, and we can't do that. We, you know, I, we can't, I canceled the trip. I was like, it doesn't make sense for me to drive there and to like risk your health or anything, even though, you know, I'm not doing anything and I'm getting tested, you know, but anywho, speaking of Thanksgiving, we had another team building night. <laughs> oh, we've I've loved our team building events. They've been so fun. They're very important. I think that team building events are very important. And I also uh, just love a reason to have a group chat. And it's like been <laughs> on fire lately. So I love that. So we uh, we went to uh, Meatballs and Big Dippers Sloppy Seconds presentation of Fist Giving. And I was, boy, was it a presentation. I I would go ahead. (laughs) I loved it. It was so fun, much fun. I I learned so much. Well, actually, go ahead. Talk about your, what about you? 
Well, what, well, what I'm interested in is what about Diana? Because, oh, true. <laughs> because here's the thing, like, I'm no stranger to fisting, like just the knowledge of it. I mean, granted, there's been no fists inside of me and I have not had the pleasure of entering anybody, anybody else. But Diana, was this your first experience with fisting? Uh, how how knowledgeable were you on this subject before this all started? You know, I'm a child of uh, HBO Real Sex, followed by AOL Dial Up. Hey. I know what fisting is. <laughs> so it wasn't my first experience. And I did think that for some reason, Fistgiving was on actual Thanksgiving and I was going to make it a fun activity during Thanksgiving that we were going to watch this. Yeah, because we caught you in the middle of yoga. We actually- Yeah, because I thought it was Thanksgiving. We were actually, because when you when you said that you were doing yoga and that you didn't know what day it was, then immediately Maxwell and I just started sending you photos and video of the Fistgiving taken from our phones. And that's when that started popping up on my computer because I had all these notifications <gasps> and I could see like fists and, and then I saw the pictures and I was like, oh shit, I got to pause yoga right now and <laughs> jump right into this. And that's what I did. I love that. I wish the guy though had more information on his body. Like I wish he had, they were like, you've never talked to a doctor on where the fist goes. And he said, no. Well, and I, I mean, was he like, said he'd been fisted by a lot of doctors. But I mean, where else does it go? But inside, I mean, I mean, like, but I just want to know where everything theory, else goes. Like that was a he lot. He said it was a straight shot. He said I, once. Yeah. So right, he like, worked a trench up into himself. You are putting one hand up. There were two in his asshole. At well, and he said there has been three. I know. Thrice a foot all the way up to the knees. So forearms <laughs> wasn't too far off. <laughs> we should make a Christmas rhyme about him. Three arms in, up to the knee, three in knee rhyme. So we can really like go. Or just that. an advent calendar. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I just have to say though, like I will forever remember belly bulge. Uh, I ever remember that and also what I have to say and I have to give a shout out to Meatball and Big Dipper because you know they this this is a really I think that this kind of uh of thing is important because I think people should mm -hmm. know what people I don't think that we should be so prudish when it comes to fucking um but what was great was um them trying to conduct an actual interview and and uh hunger ff obviously getting turned on while being fisted uh, because, you know, you would hear the occasional oh, or fuck yeah or some shit. And we were just like, well, okay, because it's still a sex thing, but it's also an educational thing, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And I imagine like you have to relax to let that happen. That if he went full intellectual interview mode, <laughs> clenching up might have occurred. I don't know. I mean, I think that guy could probably do it no matter what, relaxed or not. He seemed to just be it just was like, just sit right down, you know? It didn't take a lot of warming up. That's no. the thing I noticed. It was like a no. little bit of petting and then she was in. I was like, um, and, and, and I just like, I, I'm trying to think of, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, you know, they're trying to do an educational interview, right? But it's obviously sexual play. And so the Fister, what was his name? Something, wait, Wolf? Something, oh. oh, shit, I'm bad. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the Fister's name was, but very, 
there was a lot happening. I didn't he, he was a man it. of few words for sure. Yeah. He was a man of few words, but lots he was of definitely punny. But you, but he started to lick the butthole, and I, I feel like the licking of the butthole might have been a step too far uh, with the actual production because because every time it happened, Meatball's like, ah, we didn't pay for that. And I'm wondering, <laughs> I'm wondering if the if the licking of the butthole uh, uh, stopped it from being. Uh, a tutorial and into the pornography is that kind of like what it was you think well but but also like what keeps it all going like I understand like yes he opened right up but like doesn't all of that contribute to opening right up and the fact that he doesn't touch his dick or doesn't really need to touch his dick yeah. or is not interested in his dick was very shocking to me let him I get mean, his booty hole lick I have <laughs> I mean, wait, we should you never see a booty hole get licked. You guys, yeah, I, I have another group activity to suggest for us that is okay, sexual okay. educational. Um, <laughs> okay. The cock destroyers are actually starting their own reality show and it will be on streaming, I believe, for free on their website, Slag Wars, where they're looking for the next cock destroyer. And it actually has a very diverse cast of sex should workers. Should we do and... a review show of this for our Patreon? Is this something that we should do, you think? Mm. Hey, I mean, I'm definitely going to be watching it. And if you would like to hear my opinion on it, I would love for people to pay to hear it. All right, Max. Well, why I don't feel we... like this is oh. this is like Dr. Pipple Popper, where it like starts out very fascinating and then you're like, ah, no! <laughs> Oh, stop. oh my god well, I'll, I'll find out if it's for free i'll confirm and i'll let it drop the link and it'll go down in our fire group chat okay okay and, and okay and, and and if it's all on the up and up then i don't see any reason why we shouldn't get on the zoom film a little review and we'll put it up on our patreon why not I, why not I would 2021 love I mean, is going to be about our patreon god damn it and We're the gonna, cock destroyers let's keep that and, trend let's keep it going the cock I well, also Meatball and Dipper talked about having more of these, and I'm very interested in watching the furries play. Yeah, you are super I would like to animals. watch some furries yeah, you're play. you're a weirdo for sure. <laughs> we are going to unlock some weird shit on Diana DeLuna's behalf on this show for sure. Because I have these reviews. Well, I, I learn a lot. she's a furry. I believe that, that deep down inside, Diana <laughs> is a furry. I believe that. Tony um, and I were so proud of the woman we've turned her into with her kimchi cosmetics <laughs> and soon she's going to be sitting there in a furry mask and we're going to be like, what the hell did we do to her? With a harness on and shit. We'll be like, oh, you see, bitch, season you three. My husband just going, meow. <laughs> meow. Oh my God. On that note, let's take a break. <laughs> Guys, when we come back, our returning guest is newly TikTok famous. But got to start on Project Runway. We have Gunnar Deathridge back. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back. And guys, we've had them on before. And they were fabulous. And they are now newly TikTok famous. Let's bring oh on God. Gunner Deathridge. Gunner! Hi, 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 hi. hi. Gunner, A star. 
Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be back. Um, this is a, a, a fun little experience to break my day up. We love that. <laughs> well, we love that. I mean, it's, do you still oh. listen to the show while you sew? I do still listen to the show while I sew. I mean, I feel like um, I've just spending a lot more time sewing lately, <laughs> like trying to keep up with content. So I'm like, I'm binging mm-hmm. anything I can get my hands on. Yeah. I've you- watched like you really did sign away your uh, free time. Uh, by, Let me tell you. I'm trying to be an influencer queen. <laughs> Woo! Well, I'm influenced. I mean, I, it's working. I didn't yeah. mean for it to happen. It just did. Well, you know, let's she, go ahead. Have you ever seen that uh, Instagram page, uh, If You High? And it's just like these videos that yes. are mesmerized. Okay, that's yes. how your that's how your Instagram, that's how your videos are to me. Where I am just like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been I mean, so interested in materials at the dollar store in my life. Oh my God. Well, you're going to love my Target ad I'm doing soon. <laughs> well, if you don't know what we're talking about, you know, Gunner uh, got their start on Project Runway. And since has just kept it fucking going. You have done 20 lines at this point now? Am I am I right in that? Yeah, I think close to 20 different clothing collections, yeah. I mean, you, okay. And, and now you have branched off into Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. and you're doing these fabulous videos of you constructing beautiful clothes from shopping all the way to the end. Yeah. What got you started doing this? Why? Why do you want to, why, um, why influencing? TikTok is so confusing to me. It was not the plan. Um, uh, I I was raking in the government paycheck at the beginning of the pandemic, and I'm somebody that cannot sit still. And I was watching TikTok, and I saw somebody that was sewing, and I was like, you know, I've not sewn in like two years. I was doing music videos before the pandemic, and obviously that like came to a halt. And I was like, well, why don't I just try it and do it? And the first one, the very first video I made got almost 200,000 views. And I was like- the high that came from that, I was like, this is what I'm missing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I can drink a bottle of wine at night at the beginning of the pandemic. And I was like, okay, this is fun. But like, that was such a dopamine rush that it just kept going. And it just, it snowballed to a place where I was like, I can't ignore that this is something big that is happening. Mm-hmm. And before I knew it, I mean, no joke, before I, I was at like maybe a hundred thousand followers, which is like more than I've ever had of anything on social media. And I was like, well, this is cute. And then I made one post that got me like 300,000 followers. Wow. And which one that was, it? it was honestly, it's not even that good. I don't know why. I think it's cause I, it was the first dress I ever was like, I'm going to make this dress for $6. And I think it's showing people. I'm like, all you need is the skill set. So it was, it was a weird snowball reaction. And then from there I was like, well, I have obviously can't go back to production work. Like I might as well like make this into something and like try to pay the bills while I'm still like getting unemployment at the time. Now, and has it turned into a lucrative thing for you? Yeah, Uh, (laughs) it's definitely, I will not be going back to production work after this. Wow. Yes, We love that. Unless I'm in front of the camera, which is See, also something. Who, you don't need OnlyFans. I mean, just learn how to sew, you know? Well, oh, I cannot wait to take your course when that oh is God. eventually released. Well, speaking of OnlyFans, no, just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've decided to branch, to break away from the company that I was originally partnering with for my course. And I say that because I want to have more control over what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, obviously, I'm going to do a full, like, goal-oriented course, like, originally planned. 
Um, but I'm also going to do kind of like an OnlyFans format on the same exact platform where I will have my full videos of my TikToks. Um, and then as well as like educational things along the line. So if you can't afford to take a $100 course, you can do like a $10 or $12 course and you're still going to learn because it's educational based. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because like, you know, Monetize. I, I'm, especially the... I, I'm from, I grew up in a trailer in the middle of nowhere in Kentucky. So it's like a hundred bucks to me still is a lot of money. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. we are so there on the same way. <sighs> yeah. Anything that, yeah. like I, in my head, everything should be $20. Like yeah. if it yeah. is over, like I'll look at, a, I'll look at a really good <laughs> pair of shoes that I love and they're like $70. Like, oh, I couldn't, oh, I couldn't um, even. Oh. Well, also I yeah. always have to do things like that on the internet. Like I took a sewing construction class at Santa Monica college and and just like any college course I've ever taken by the fourth, fifth week, I just stopped going. I was like, okay, I got the basic idea. Yep. Uh, now I'm going to go to the internet and figure out how to like do the problem along the way. I mean, I'm self-taught. So I approach everything in my life that way. Like really, mm -hmm. we just couldn't afford college. So I didn't go. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I was like, just like stress my parents with trying to figure out how to do that, you know? So, I mean, I'm very much so in the same way where like, I didn't do well in school because I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to figure out how to do this on my own. Mm -hmm. So you say that you're self-taught, like, did you always know that you loved fashion and that you um, had an eye for clothing? And, and then you're like, I'm just going to uh, start to sew? Um, kind of. I mean, I liked fashion in high school. Like looking back, I didn't like fashion. I just liked clothing because like that was not fashion um <laughs> but <laughs> well, that's I'm, relatable yeah hit me in a deep place you mean kentucky couture doesn't exist uh, no girl it doesn't <laughs> it's not i mean and what i thought fashion was until a certain point evolved too it was like every stage of bad you could go to until finally somebody was like you need to learn taste. I think that's a gay story. I mean, remember when we all yeah. wore vests with t-shirts? Yes, double like, double polos with a collar. Please Pop. don't speak yes. about that. We don't, oh. we don't. Listen, I, I, I never did any of that, but I was always a fashion victim. I mean, I did the goth thing you for are a minute. Still I was a same. raver for a minute. And I'm like, yep. you know, not, all of that was choices. Like every time I put on a pair of pants with the leg at the bottom was 42 inches, that was a choice. <laughs> Thank like Stefani didn't influence me in a positive way. That's <laughs> what I'll say. Wow. Not in a positive Same, way. Same, actually. Gwen Stefani didn't. <laughs> Style icon, though, for real. Uh, yeah, she really was. No. I just poorly interpreted all of it. So what is your favorite thing to create for your TikTok? Because you kind of do a little bit of like fashion everything. So like which yeah. videos are your fave? Um, I really like doing... Uh, I, I like to do like big ball gown style dresses, mainly because it's not something practical I can create in the real world. Uh, you know, and, but here's, I've, now I've gotten in this rut where everyone that comes to me wants a wedding dress. I've like branded myself as like the cheap wedding dress designer on TikTok. And like, when I tell you, <laughs> I mean, cause I did, I made a wedding dress for $20 and it was bomb. Like it was a good wedding and dress. And you know what that means? Too many fucking people are still having weddings. Stop fucking uh, doing that you assholes <laughs> i'm gonna be super transparent with you i put a i had to to put a a disclaimer on my website about not doing custom dresses right now because i had almost a thousand messages that night in our emails in that night asking for wedding dresses in my email that's how crazy it got that's nuts 
Wow. And, yeah. you, and, 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 so, and so you're like, hey, look at all these cheap wedding dresses. And you're like, make me one. It's like, yes. <laughs> my my favorite on TikTok is when you work really hard on something, you post a video and they're like, make the dress from atonement. <laughs> or they're just like, make Hermione's U of all dress. And I'm like, that's your comment to the video? Like, that's what you're giving me back after this four days I spent making this fucking dress for you? Uh, that's so <laughs> funny. Mm. Yeah, um, no, it's a, it's a, it's a very weird experiment in, in social life now. Now, I don't want to say that I was an inspiration, but I kind of feel like I was. I listened to What's Your Medium today, which is <gasps> yes. your new podcast. It is my new I podcast. I would like to say first, congratulations. Thank Second, you. Second, fucking you can hear it. You're like the first new podcast I've listened to that has perfect audio. So oh my God. for that. And three, you are just really, really fun to listen to. And you're very knowledgeable on what you talk about. Because when you were, let's just piggyback on the dresses, you're like the wedding dresses. You're like, funny thing is, yeah, $20 is the bare bones, but that doesn't include zippers and shit. And I'm like, that's right, girl. Yeah, it's, That's right. You get those plugins later. You're like, oh, you want to zip it? $175,000. <laughs> Tell us about I, the I, podcast because I love it. Um, well, first of all, it means a lot to me that you you think the audio is good because I spent three days editing it out, really editing down the pace of of how a conversation is. Um, I if one thing I've I've learned from what people like about what I'm doing on TikTok is they like that it feels calming and they like that it's kind of an interesting, intimate experience. Mm -hmm. um, I am personally somebody that loved Oprah's uh, Soul Conversations podcast. Yes, it's good for a walk. I feel like I'm. I'm enhancing who I am as a human yeah. and I kind of want conscious to, meditation yeah, I wanted to kind of spread that that feeling so it's it's exciting to me that that that's what you got from it um it's now I'm in this place where I'm like really wanting to connect with artists the whole podcast is about connecting with different artists across different mediums so you know next week I'm interviewing uh one of a director that does like Sia and Halsey and all these incredible people and the following week I'm interviewing a friend that was just on a Netflix show for flowers so it's just a way for me to keep in contact with the world I think it's a fun new avenue to create and honestly at the end of the day I just really liked editing it I didn't think I would but it did you know um well, good. I hated editing. That's why yeah, I, I was going to say, that's why I started timing job. the show. That's, sure. the, that's why I started timing it. I was like, nah, <laughs> I want to edit as little as possible. I mean, I guess I didn't want to say I was an inspiration, but I kind of wanted you to say it, but you didn't. It's fine. Um, <laughs> to be fair though, it really, it really was though. Like I do have friends, like I was on this podcast. I loved doing the podcast, Roz Dress for Les, who I found through your podcast. I went on her podcast and it, it, I like a podcast. I think it's a fun, innovative way to connect with people. And like, this was one of the- If the they're characters. done well, like if they're, you know, yeah. and, and that's the thing, like, and uh, when I saw that you started a podcast, I my ass immediately clenches because I mean, I had to grit through so many episodes of Black Tea, but yeah. Black Tea is a great podcast, but they fucking had audio misses. And that's not mm -hmm. a read at this point because they fixed them. If they yeah. didn't fix them, that would have been a read. Um, so just the quality alone, because you do want to hear what they're fucking saying, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you do have a really soothing voice, which is very nice to listen to. You have I a voice for audible, audible for sure. Mm -hmm. So oh, 
Um, I love your videos just because I love listening to you. I just like sit stoned on my couch listening to you be like, and today I went down to Santee Alley and uh, just walked and <laughs> yeah, grabbed this fabric that was so inspiring because I saw, big. call me by your and name. And then I look at all your beautiful crystals, Amazing. which I totally steal now and use as pattern weights as well. You totally should. I mean, <laughs> I just didn't so have beautiful and calming to do started. Is, but you know, I, I, my voice was the one thing I was insecure about for the longest time, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Now it's kind of because it's a little things. gay. Because it's a little gay. Totally gay. I get I'm it. I get it. And I, I don't focus on it. And yeah. people that's are why, mean that's when you sound femme. That's why I'm yeah. super happy uh, with the Tony Soto show's voices because they're all very gay. Like here's the thing. Yeah. Like, you know, and and I think that I think that there needs to be more gay voices out there. And I mean, Agreed. not just voice. I mean, their voices. Like I want to hear that shit that makes me want to gay bash you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, it's so yeah. gay. <laughs> that vocal fry down for you, baby. Come. <laughs> so our our but 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 your your podcast is not going is not just about fashion, which I think is is no. is really interesting too. So you're trying to learn about things you don't know as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to ask questions. I feel like I mean, I know a lot about fashion. Yeah, to me, that's not fun to talk about all the time. It's fun to kind of geek out with somebody else that does it, but I really, it's not interesting to hear about the same thing all the time. Like I really want to talk to people and get to know what they do. Um, I'm really also trying to focus on queer LGBTQIAS plus people too, because I feel like we don't have as much of a platform. So that's kind of another way I'm entering into this as well as like, how do I amplify voices that I want to hear as well and also educate people along the way? Um, I learned something interesting on uh, your podcast. Um, I guess I am dumb and didn't know that certain fabrics aren't good for the environment. Um, Yeah. And and your guest that you had on the show, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to look up her name right now as we're doing Sarah Hamley. Sarah Hamley. Thank you. I wanted to, I wanted to have it on my own, but but she uses sustainable clothes. And mm-hmm. I didn't really know what 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 that meant. So polyester is bad. It's plastic. Ah, so bad. Yeah, it's forever. Got it. it never fades. So so but but and you're one and you're 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 a, a designer in that way too. You like to use reasonably. Uh, um, I, here's the thing: is I like to reduce my waste as much as I can, so I won't overbuy a fabric. I, I I like to try to utilize my scraps or hang on to them until. I can use them rather than just throw everything away. But, but you know, I, I see that mood fabric in the in the background. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's back fun. Um, you, the thing is, is that I can't shop for $2 fabric yard and make $6 dresses with fabric that's not plastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and that's also, you know, why I've tried to stop doing as many of like the unconventional dresses where like I'll go to Dollar Tree and make a dress. Cause like at the end of the day, I'm like, what am I going to do with this? No one can wear it. It's just a, a weird art piece. And it becomes waste. What so, do you do yeah. with the dresses that you make for TikTok? God, this is my number one asked question on all of my stuff. I I, I bag them up and I'm saving them. I, I want to photograph them because I would like to eventually work with a pattern company to produce all of them. So that that way there's like a recognizable dress on the cover. You're like, oh, I loved this dress. I want to make it. Um, you mean so like on the little packet things that you can get yeah, it like the like walk into the home like gunner for McCall's? Oh my God, I love yes. that. You know, I love. Uh, um, I, I just... Was I took a road trip back to Chicago and I got uh, my sewing machine from Dusty Balls. Um, oh, nice. And I brought now I, I have to set it up here somewhere, but I'm I'm very like into thinking about 
starting to try to do something with it. Um, and I love those little patterns in the thing, but I'm always too big. It's so good. And here's the thing. It's so relaxing. But, but I'm always it's way bigger than the pattern. And here's my problem with sewing and fashion and design is it's a math thing. I, mm -hmm. the it's moment a number comes into play, I just go dumb. So like, mm -hmm. I don't know how you make a smaller uh, uh, print or whatever into something bigger to match you. That's where I get right. super confused. Do you? That's what I would love to you, take you, on your course. Is that what you're going to teach in like your courses or whatever? So my, the base course that I'm going to do is how to make a dress from start to finish with your measurements. And that is all going to be done via draping. And that's like part one, right? So that'll be a full course. Not everyone has a dress form. So that's going to be hard for people to take. There will be a downloadable pattern from that. That's like the end goal that I come up with that you can just sew along with to learn how to assemble something, right? Mm -hmm. So like part two of that will be, let's alter that pattern. Let's learn how to make this pattern your size. So I, because I'm self-taught, I approach things in a different way than that's technically correct. So I'm wanting to make sure that I can translate this and make this as easy as it possible for people. Because like you, I failed four years of algebra. I'm not good at math. Uh, I once freeze. they put a letter in the equation, bitch, I, I went drinking. Tapped <laughs> out. Like I, that was when I would nap during the day was in algebra class. Like I was out. But like when it's relative and I'm interested in it, it becomes something that I like doing. So if I can kind of I'm just trying to make sure that I can simplify this process so it doesn't scare people off because it is not easy to do. Um, you have fabulous nail polish. Thank you. Is that OPI by chance? Um, at the moment, it's not. I changed it last night because I got a brand new one in. How dare you fuck my segue up? But no, I think I love that uh, we're having this conversation because I think this is actually really relevant to uh, an event that just occurred. Oh, I saw that. Yes. Yeah. Can um, we talk about that? Yes. So I just recently partnered with OPI. Uh, they're running a new campaign called Manny Up. And it's basically just saying that anybody can wear nail polish. And they're trying to get more men to be comfortable with it because obviously it's just putting a fucking color on your nails. Yeah, why is it such a big yeah. thing? I mean, I've been, I've been painting my nails since I was like 12 fucking years old off and on. Yeah. You know, poor Maxwell had, uh, for years only only painted three because his dad said he was- I know. I hair. thought about this. I thought about that actually. Yeah, when my dad told me I, would, I wanted to paint my nails to be rock and roll and he told me that I could not paint mm. all 10 of my- fingers because people would think I was gay but if I painted only a few it was less gay which I, <laughs> even at like eight years old I knew was insane but I wasn't gonna fight yeah. him I was like bitch I, I'll paint three but you I'll shared, paint four I don't care you, you shared something on your Instagram where you posted something about nail polish and you got a lot of uh negative feedback about it in the comments mm -hmm. um uh, Diana, let's ask you because you're 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 hetero-ish. What's wrong with you people and and men? <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, honestly, my nails are really bad right now, and almost every day, do I want to stop into the salon and be like, just to make me feel pretty? But what is it with straight guys? Um, you know more about straight guys. What is it with them? I, and like the nail polish. I thing? don't feel like I know a lot of them that you're talking about. I know that they exist, but I married like a, a cute little Elvis boy who works in entertainment and I, 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 they where, all wear nail polish i don't know where are you based 
I'm in Los Angeles. I'm born and raised okay, here. So we're talking about the South, right? Now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like that's really where it boils down to is the South. And that's what I'm saying. I know that this exists, but yeah. I can't speak for them. There's something so uh, jarring about men in nail polish for some reason. Yeah. And I'm having a hard time figuring out why, what about this screams faggot? Do you know, like, what exactly right. is it? I mean, when the whole picture's together, though. When... <laughs> Hi, yes. <laughs> but yeah, just like, I, I love- We're talking now. I, I love it's... nail polish. And, and honestly, here's, I, you know, I stopped getting manicures and shit because I wore um, fake nails for when, yeah. I, when I'm doing drag. Mm. And since COVID, I've stopped wearing fucking nails. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I'm still nervous about going into a salon uh, to get too. my nails done. Because honestly, you. they weren't really on the up and up uh, pre-COVID. So um, like the, the places I've gotten have definitely given me like infections because they've cut me and shit. So, you yeah. know, it's not- you, you... you don't bring your own stuff to the salon, first of all. No. No, they've don't been telling like you to do that since the nineties. Do. Don't act like that's something people do. I've been getting my fucking nails done, but I've never seen anyone walk in with their own shit, Diana. How dare You've you? You've really never How seen that. No, no, How no, dare I? Go. Okay. But but honestly, they don't cook them long enough in certain places. Fair enough. But but, <laughs> but I think I'm done with fake nails. I think I'm done. So I think I'm mm-hmm. going to start graduating back to the manicures and getting painted mm-hmm. again because I love it. I love a little bit of color, and I think that it is cute on boys. Yeah, same. That's me. Well, listen. I, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you go ahead. No, no, I was about to end this segment. So please finish your thoughts. You can, you can end the segment. I, I was just going to go off on a rant, oh. so it's fine. Well, I, listen, we have time for a rant. We love a rant around here. Rant. <laughs> you, you are working with OPI. I would love for you to oh, rant man. about this. Well, so one of the questions with OPI, I did a blog for them, right? So it was like a and a And they asked me about like my history with nail polish and I had to think back to it. And so I'm a cosmetologist of, I guess now 12 years. And when I was in beauty school, I was very much so questioning my sex, my, my gender, my identity. Um, And I, we went through a course on fake nails and I had acrylic nails and like, they were like not super long, but they were red. It was like Halloween. I was doing this whole like black doll thing. I felt like I was like fine as fuck. And I got pulled over on the way home by a police officer. I was in, and keep in mind, this is in like the middle of Indiana. And he like ridiculed me for the nails. And that was like stained in my brain on like nails. So I didn't polish my nails for years. It wasn't until I moved to Los Angeles that I started to like really do it again. Cause I was like, I really like this. Like I'm, I'm drawn to it. And then obviously with my DIY videos, it makes sense. Cause it's like nicer to look at, but that's like my first memory with like actual having my nails polished was a police officer telling me I looked gay. Well, yeah, bitch, we're from the Midwest. Honestly, yeah. everyone felt any, any, any straight identified masculine presenting mm-hmm. person thought that they had the right to fucking tell you anything they wanted because they were in charge. I, I, I want heterosexual identified men to understand that it's okay to feel sexy. Like it is. And, yeah. and honestly, I think a little bit of color, I always have a nude toe uh, because, you know, I'm a bare-legged drag queen. So I always have a nude toe. Um, it's okay to feel sexy. I, I hate that. I hate that that's it's 2020. Biden's the president. Guys, let's take a break. When we come back, <laughs> when we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. 
All right, we are back with the show. What a good chat. Do you feel like you learned something, ladies? I'm trying, you know, I'm always trying to expand mm-hmm. Diana and Maxwell's minds. We we uh, we watched fisting over the weekend, so we're really oh my god, yeah, yeah. This, that, that's this, the kind of family we are, Gunner. How do you feel about that? A lot of bonding. They put two fists in there. <laughs> they were, Excuse me. They were definitely yeah, two fists. <laughs> it was, with just 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 a blink. The other one just slipped right in. It was you know crazy. after you put two fists in a butt, that butt does, does deserve a little kiss afterwards. That's all I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> and he showed us it afterward and it didn't even look that bad. It's not look great. No. Uh, this was uh, Meatball's fist giving uh, that, that, she, that she did on. Wait, I, is this like a, was this like a paid content? Yeah, this was, yes. this was like a, a, they had to do it through a webinar. On it was Zoom. a special event. Yeah, it a I special believe it's event. called pay-per-view. Was it? <laughs> educational or was it i learned i, I learned, fun. I I learned, learned a, a lot thing or two. i learned I what i don't what, what i don't want in my butt that's what i learned <laughs> i've uh, never seen somebody get the bottom of their lungs punched before but it uh, happened yeah i learned the feeling of awe of like real awe yeah, we're Is growing possible we're growing what? as a show here the bottom of your his lungs were punched that's actually Listen, i mean that's how far it seemed like it went in there baby what i did Ugh. learn is that your tailbone can be a problem so be careful with the tailbone. That's what I learned. I'm, this is really out of my zone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, back to dresses. Trying to keep you learning. Trying to keep you learning, Gunner. Just trying to help Learned you out. I'm just trying to make you blush. That's all I'm okay. trying to do. And it works. I'm blushing. It works. I'm blushing. Listeners, if, you do, listeners, if you'd like your questions, concerns, or comments read right on this show, all you have to do is go to the TonySotoShow.com and it's right at the top. It says, leave a message for Tony Soto. And we will read your shit on this show. Uh, who's going to start us off today? That's me with uh, Princess Anne Stan. Oh my God, you talked about The Crown. I love that show so much. I'm kind of surprised you are now just, you're now watching since you are the queen. I would love to know your favorite part of the show. Oh my God. Uh, Fucking Helena Bonham Carter. Duh. Like as oh is she in that? She's she's Princess Margaret, girl. <laughs> have you not wait? Have you not watched The Crown? Do you not like Helena? That seems like you don't like Helena. Helena. No, I, I was excited that she's in it. I just don't care about that show. Oh my god, I watched. I started all watching it four seasons and it three days. Boring. It is so good. Well, oh Maxwell, you just start. You watched it. You said I started watching it. Yeah, it's what really great because it's like a history show, so you like already know what happened, so you could like be on your phone while you watch it. I like that. Oh. Okay. Are you Googling what's happening on the show to get the real stuff behind it, Maxwell? That's what you're supposed to be doing. I love it because I'm literally sitting there watching it. And then I'm like, oh my God, did he really get blown up in a ship? Oh, fuck. He did. I mean, I believe anything that's like, <laughs> he really did. Because so. it's, it's not all true. That's the thing. It's like historical oh. fiction. So, like, there are, it's some things are oh. zhuzhed up uh, to make it a little more interesting. Uh, no Gunner, have you watched The Crown? I watched the first season of it and it's the issue is that I have it's something you have to watch. So if I'm I usually watch things while I'm sewing. I can't uh-huh. just listen to it. But I mean the first season was incredible. Obviously like the sets, the costuming. Like, also, they get the fashion, the clothes, the clothing. The oh, costuming yeah, is, yeah. is amazing on that show. Do we do we love who they cast as Princess Diana? I mean, I I've seen the pictures. It looks great. I, it looks great. I, don't know. I didn't know that I would dislike Diana so much. Like, like I, I was definitely one of those bitches that be like, uh, you had your. I just feel like there are moments where you have your out. You know what I mean? Like you had your out. There was a moment. The moment you knew that Camilla, he was still talking to Camilla. You should have got out. You know. But what yeah. I do love is, um, the the girl who played the young Elizabeth. 
Oh my God, Claire, Claire Foy. Yeah, Diana, for the acting alone, you should mm -hmm. you should just watch. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to sell you on it, Diana, but I don't. I just like those big uh, European bloodline shows. They just don't do it for you me. You weren't a Downton Abbey fan either. No, I'm not into um, that. No like Game I tried, I gave up, you know, I don't want to sound xenophobic or anything. Like I don't, I just can't get into it. Oh. Especially when it's like historically What if I told loose. you someone dressed up like a fucking wolf in it? Then would you watch it, you fucking pervert? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, my phone is ringing. <laughs> Who is Hell Bucky's? I don't know who that is. Um, all right. Well, anyway, what was the question? Oh, I love the whole show. I watched four seasons in three days. Okay. That's, that's what, dedication. That's what I just, I love history. Like I, I'm a big fan of the past. And also I love a good King Queen moment. I love fucking thinking about like killing your brother so you could get the crown. I love that shit. It's good for me. Um, who's next? You. Oh, shit. Oh shit! I got it's real the confused. longest one, and I'm not reading. Why did I not turn off my ringer? That's something I got to start learning. 2021, guys. I promise I'll start to turn off my ringer. Six years in. <laughs> this is called Corona Coaster. It says, "I feel like you have all calmed down in the last few weeks, and I'm glad for that." <laughs> Thanks for encouraging your listeners to stay home. I'm taking the advice of science and staying home for Thanksgiving, and I'm in a huge fight with my family now. My mom doesn't believe in COVID, even though my cousin got it last month. My mom said, "If I can't put away my liberal nonsense, then I'm not welcome at holidays anyway." And we thought 2016 divided families. My question is, Tony, can can you teach me how to not care or how not to care so much about my immediate families? You know, that's not something you can teach. It just comes natural. <laughs> oh, no. I like to remind people that you do not owe those people anything. Just because uh -uh. they are your parents, they signed up to raise you. You did not you are not responsible for teaching them science. If your mother wants to be irresponsible, enjoy your Thanksgiving by yourself, baby. Like your yeah. safety over her idiocracy, period. Gunner, Gunner, what's your family situation like for the holidays? Would they like you to be there? I mean, obviously, yes. My mom is very afraid of COVID, so I'm not going back to Nashville. But uh, my grandparents that live in Florida, I actually had to have kind of like a come to Jesus moment with my grandma yesterday, who was in the middle of like stage four lung cancer and like about to start chemo. And- She's like, well, I guess I'm cooking Thanksgiving. And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, I like, like, don't have people over. Like, it just, I mean, her sister, nobody wants her to have it. So I had to have that moment where I was like, I'm doing the most respectful thing that I can do for you by not being there. And if anybody would, I'm the favorite, I would be there. You know, like, it's me. But it just, it's wildly inappropriate for people to expect things just because of a holiday. Yeah. Which is why I just don't agree with holidays in general. Also to like, I mean, celebrate the fact of genocide to a whole uh, uh, people. Come on now. Like that's, it's so yeah. silly over turkey and mashed potatoes. You're gonna almost get a disease over that. I mean, blankets <laughs> of smallpox for Christ's sake. I mean, it's very fitting. No, no, no. Diana, you're only doing it for three. So no family this year. Is that all cool? No, you know what? My powers are too strong because for the last two years, um, my husband and I have been like, oh, I wish that just one year for the holidays, we didn't have to go drive around and see two sets of family and blah, blah, and then be careful what you wish for. But uh, <laughs> I'm kind of looking forward to it a little bit. I, I, I will do a Zoom. 
people say hello. Yeah. But I've got a couch that pulls out into a bed and I'm about to do like put the Christmas tree up and food coma for like three weeks. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I, Watch movies. And and and, and here and give your give give your give your family the benefit of the doubt they're dealing with the fact that they've lost like uh, 700 times um since the election so they're but hurt they're really really upset you just gotta coddle them through until january 20th and then just tell them to fuck off if they keep their nonsense up because uh fuck the holidays who cares i don't care i don't care it's too much traveling um who's closing us out me um, this is from George. George said, I am with Diana. There is something smooth and charming about the fox. Don't shame her. Okay. Yeah, don't wait, wait, wait. We have her. to put this into perspective for our, Tony for loves our to fabulous shame. guest, Gunner. So we um, we had a guest last week. It came up fucking cartoons. And uh, Diana. It was a listener question. And Diana says that she would like to fuck the fox from uh robin hood, robin hood the animated series he's let's Joe be Lewis. fair he is robin hood <laughs> but this is not the first time that diana has referenced finding an animal it was not you keep twisting this story it's the human from 101 dalmatian rogers is a, roger is a human he plays the piano he wears a sweater vest <laughs> He also looks like he'll shame you if you don't listen to Tchaikovsky. Yeah, I know. It's kind of survive. So I'm my the narrative that I'm starting now is that Diana at some point is going to come out as a furry. She's going to come out on the and, and listen, this might take months of work of getting of, 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 of making her feel comfortable enough to know that she can in fact be that kind of a weird pervert on the show. Uh, with no judgment. <laughs> I'm only not quick to argue because I love costuming so much. <laughs> I like costuming. I like crafts. <laughs> Listen, I went, to, I went to DIY furry. I went to Mardi Gras with Diana one year, and that <laughs> bitch was in a costume, a different costume, like every three hours. And that's me at every music festival I've ever been to. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's how you pass. So pride. She was. So drunk for hours. I have never seen such impressive longevity with costume changes and alcohol consumption. But when I was hanging out with you and fucking Allison, let's let's. It's a coordinated attempt. <laughs> I couldn't. I really couldn't have done it without her, though. We should have died in those years for sure. Yeah. Um, Gunner, did you have a good time on the show? I did. I did. It's so good to have you back. And I'm so so happy for all of your success. And I can't wait to see you do more and more amazing shit. Um, Tell people where they can find you on the internet. I am at Gunner Deathridge, G-U-N-N-A-R, on TikTok and Instagram. And then my website is GunnerDeathridge.com. And I'll have classes on there as well as the link to my podcast and um, some other fun projects that'll be popping up too. Love it. Maxwell? Um, you, if you're listening to the sound of my voice tomorrow, today, the sign up for learn the words, bitch is available. So if you are listening to this, please head over to at learn the words, bitch on Instagram. And we're doing it early. Slide into our DMs. Tell us, tell us you want to perform. I want to see your name in my inbox. It's my birthday Uh, show. 
Oh, yeah. What is virtual? We're in the, we're in the, wait, wait, when is your birthday? My birthday is December 3rd. I'm on Thanksgiving, so we're very close. Oh, I love Saggies. Yeah, Saggies. What is, I was going to ask, what is virtual learn the words bitch like? Because, you know, I was an avid. I would go every Monday night to Akbar. Yeah, oh my God. Well, we should have you on to judge. Maybe January if you're free. It's, well, yeah. it's, so we do it on Zoom. Uh, people perform from their apartments. Uh, we have the same fabulous uh, um, ratio of judges that come on. We've had Danny Francesi and Shea Coulee and uh naomi smalls kimchi so it's been great and it's, so far it's cool because it's a live lip sync too so people like we do not allow people to pre-record their lip sync so is there still theatrics oh mama you know like rick, ricky would come up with like oh ricky has oh. come up with the most ridiculous okay. stuff since I mean, virtual yeah people do the green <laughs> this is pushing creativity you can out do of people green it's amazing streams. and for anyone that anyone who wants to know um you can subscribe to our patreon the tony sutter on patreon for five dollars a month and i put the full learn the words episodes on uh, there. So you can watch it in its entirety uncut because if you do it on YouTube and shit, they fucking get you for copyright and they they block it all out. So you can't listen to it anyway. Mm -hmm. So um, you can watch full episodes on our Patreon. Um, but yeah, December 3rd. So the uh, learn the words is December 7th. Maxwell, you didn't give us your, uh, sorry, I, I stepped all over you. I mean, we were me. talking about learn the words, bitch. It was very important to promote, 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 promote. Um, but I'm also Maxwell Esposito, so on Instagram. So follow me there. Buy my edibles. I don't know. Um, oh my god, I didn't even tell you about those fuckers. <laughs> Calm down on your edibles with me, all right? I, why? I lost. Oh. I lost the whole evening, Maxwell. <laughs> oh, those are the kind of edibles I need. Oh, those are what I'm looking today. for. No. I'll bring you some today. I have a bunch. No, I'm serious. I, I, I will once I'm off the idea. call. <gasps> I thought it was a good idea to have one of those at one o'clock and I fucking woke up at 8.30. You, <laughs> there, stop it. Um, I mean, don't eat the whole thing. I, they were delicious though too. <laughs> I, I it know. was very good. Very good. I'm very I gave good the second job. one to a friend because I was like, I can't. Uh, <laughs> Diana. Uh, you can find me at uh, Diana D with three E's Luna and uh, I'll be mentally preparing for my birthday as well. Um, yes, that's oh right. You're a Saggy too. No, I am a Capricorn. I'm the 24th. Oh, I'm December 24th. Right. I'm the beginning of Capricorn. You're right out there. My goodness. You and Jesus mm -hmm. share a birthday. That's nuts. This is literally the best time of year. Sagittarius season yeah, is the best. I feel Fun. stronger and more positive than I've had in months. Uh, so speaking of that, my birthday show uh, is next week with our special guest comedian and writer Nick Sahoya. So uh, that's going to be fun and cute. You can listen to the Gay Power Half Hour. I do that with my good Judy Casey Lai anywhere podcast or stream. So go ahead and find that. If you like this show, please go to our iTunes page, subscribe to it, rate it, leave a comment. Uh, we appreciate you. I am the Tony Soto Show on literally everything sans Facebook. Until next week. Bye. 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 She is still hating on Facebook. <laughs>